Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned PhD. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Discover the Leader in You. I'm your co-host, Marie Carthen, in the studio live with Dr. Jason Carthen, and we have a fantastic show lined up for you today. Today's topic is why women who answer the call to greatness leave an unconventional path to follow. And speaking of unconventional, what's up with this weather today? I mean, it's beautiful outside. <laughs> I know. Driving in, it's it's really nice. But before we get started on the show, I want to remind you guys to call in with your questions. The number is 1-888-281-1110. And now I'll turn it over to our host. Hey, you know, they also can uh, tweet their questions to at Jason Carthen. And honey, I, I have to agree with you. I can't believe it's almost 65 degrees in February. I mean, that's that's shocking. But as you said, that's a little unconventional for Cleveland. And it leads us into welcoming everybody to season three, episode eight of Discover the Leader in You. And I have to share with you, you know, when you are following your dreams and tracking down your purpose in life, you can appear to be so focused that you do not have time for anything else. You may even be seen by others as setting yourself apart or not being a part of the group. Well, history has shown that in order to achieve anything in this lifetime, it requires focus and following your own path, which will lead to greatness, despite what others' opinions of you may be. Now, if you happen to be a female that is chasing your dreams and creating your own path, it invites even more scrutiny and possibly even some whispers about bucking tradition and doing something a little unconventional. And I submit to you today that anyone who chases their purpose and lives a life of significance has to walk an unconventional path if they are going to influence others positively. So on today's show, we have a very special guest that's uh, very dear to me, okay, who is walking that unconventional path. Mrs., well, should I say Reverend, soon to be Dr. Jewel Williams, who will give us great in insight into why answering the call to greatness leads us all into unconventional territory. But before I introduce Jewel, just want to remind everybody, once again, you can call in. It's a live show. We'd love to hear from you. So give us a call at 1-888-281-1110. I also want to remind everyone that you can download the Jason Carthen app on the iTunes store and also the Google Play store. I'd love to connect with you there, have some special treats for you with it you can't really get anywhere else but on the app. So make sure you download that. We'd love to uh, connect with you there. And then also navigate to jasoncarthen.com. I have some free things there for you. I have some online courses there for you where, you know, it's just my way of saying thank you. Anything that's going to empower you and give you some personal development tools, we'd love to be able to do that. So now without further ado, I want to introduce Reverend 
Jewel Williams. She is an ordained minister and co-founder of Abundant Life Church of God. She's also the president of Women of the Church of God Christian Women Connection for the state of Illinois. She also oversees the Williams Innovative Network. WIN is the acronym. I really like that. Where they help people win with Christ. The ministry reaches over 2,000 people and continues to grow around the world through ministries such as College Online Ministry and Encouragement. WIN utilizes technology to spread the gospel message. She is also the author of four books with her fifth book, In the Name, The Attributes of God, set for release in 2016. She is also preparing to start a publishing and filming company, Tribe Productions Publishing, as part of Williams Innovative Network, or WIN Ministry. Jewel is a graduate of Mid-America Christian University, where she maintained a 4.0 GPA, and also received Outstanding Student of the Year Award and obtained her B.S. in Christian Ministries. She is also a graduate of Liberty University with a Master's in Religious Education, magnum cum laude. Jewel is pursuing a Doctor of Ministry in Servant Leadership at Bethel Seminary. Welcome, Jewel. How are you, sis? I am great, and thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited about the show. Yeah, excellent. Well, hey, we're excited to have you on. I think anytime, you know, we can have someone that's doing so much and making such an impact, you know, that's why we call the show Discover the Leader in You. We we know that you have a lot that you can share with us, so thanks for being on. Thank you. Absolutely. So, now... What's going on with you? Before we dive into uh, asking you some of these questions about, you know, charting this course for greatness and answering the call, what are you doing right now? Are you in the throes of writing a dissertation or something like that? Yeah, we just came back um, uh, last the week of the, the 13th. That was the intensive week, and it really lives up to its name. It's an intensive, and <laughs> so I'm waiting for my uh, proposal to be accepted in terms of stepping forward. And once it's approved, I'm going straight into the writing process. So this time next year, everything goes well. I'll be defending um, a dissertation. And it's still, I still want to kind of pinch myself and say, is this really happening? But <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah. And I am excited for you. I mean, just seeing how you work and your work ethic, I think that's great. I mean, just the fact that you've put in the time when many people, Jewel, they will start the process and they do not see it through to the end. So that is great. So congratulations up to this point. But now, like I tell all my doctoral students, you know, hey, it's all about momentum at (laughs) this point. You got to get that writing started and not look back. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and we're very thankful that, you know, she was able to have time to, to come on to the show. She does some speaking herself at different uh, places and doing her dissertation and school and being a mom and doing everything that she does. And so I was able to get her on the 20th um, and just so excited because I wanted her to be able to share her story with everyone. That's great. Thank you. That's good stuff. So now, you know, as I alluded to in the intro, you know, a lot of times, Jewel, sometimes when people... Uh, look at uh, females, they can look from a very traditional standpoint. And I don't know if you, I don't know, had to handle any sort of resistance to the vision uh, that you saw for your life. But if you did, what was that like? What was that like? You know, to, to kind of give it to you, it's really a two part question. Really, the biggest resistance to the vision in my life, oddly enough, wasn't people, it wasn't tradition, it wasn't situational, it wasn't even lack. The greatest resistance that I really had to overcome was fear. Um, Because, you know, that fear, 
fuels how you do. It fuels how you see yourself. A lot of that, you know, was planted in me early on from just some of the abuse and things that happened, you know, in my youth. In fact, I was on my own at the age of 14. So could you imagine a 14-year-old girl trying to figure out how she's going to make it in life? So I had no way to really see myself or to see that greatness or that potential for greatness in me. And so when you step sometimes into traditional systems, because you don't see someone like yourself or you don't see examples, sometimes it does get really hard to see that you can um, move forward or to, to have something come from your life. And just over the time and over life, really allowing God to step into those dark places and really begin to reveal to me that there was more to life. Mm-hmm. That's really how I was able to overcome those resistance. And for me, I kind of answer that question. I have this this question that I ask myself, with no matter what I'm facing, and this first one is, God, what do you want me to learn about you in this situation? And then the second part is, what do you want me to learn about myself? And when I really seek the answers to those two questions, it really doesn't matter if somebody doesn't agree with me, doesn't see me, doesn't think I have the potential, because if God says that this is what he wants me to do, then I'm going to move forward in that area. Wow, Jewel, that is good stuff. And you you said quite a bit, so I'm going to have to go back and sort of encapsulate it. And I love this. This is good. Don't don't stop that. So, you know, it sounds like you have a narrative that, you know, allowed you to come from quite a bit of struggle. You know, I mean, being on your own at 14, I mean, that let's stick a pin in that for a second, because the fact that you did not give up and become a statistic says a lot all by itself. You know, so I can see why, you know, dealing with uh, the residuals of fear, you know, dealing with the idea that, you know, I don't have any sort of models to Mm -hmm. sort of lean into and understand how I can make it. And, And I love what you shared about the idea of not really having that example of greatness or anything that you could really hang your hat on at that point. But also just our listening audience understands that you shared that you allowed God to really support you through the process, you know, and Drew, I mean, that if we had to shut the show off right now, (laughs) I think people will realize if we lean more on God and understand that, yes, what do you want me to learn from this process? And then as a byproduct, what do you want me to learn about myself during this process? Some amazing things can happen. So. I just applaud you for that, Jewel. And do you share these sort of things when you're dealing with young people or when you engage people from your congregation as a uh, pastor? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think for me, the the having walked through this place myself mm-hmm. and really understanding that, you know, I didn't see greatness in me. I didn't see those things. And having allowed God to work on me and knowing how that feels and, and to see the outcome of it, you know, that's my goal to snatch every person I can out of the grips of fear and doubt and that inability to see that they've got greatness stamped on them. It's just maybe it's a little clouded over right now. Maybe there's something smudging it, but it's still a greatness stamp that's really on each of our lives. And it's just a matter of how do we get there and what help do you need to find out that it's there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I and I think for us, you know, that takes a quite a bit of humility and vulnerability, though, Jewel. And I think you know it's good because you're intentional, and we need as many people as we can that will stand in the gap for our young people, and even it's not just young people, but all of our people mm-hmm. um, at this point, humanity uh, at the end of the day. So, you know, I think that. Through your intentionality, you know, especially when I read the whole idea about uh, college online ministry and encouragement, I mean, it sounds like you're doing that with them. You're being very intentional with that ministry in that way. So, you know, Jewel, hey, keep that thing up. You know, at the at the end of the day, that's what we need more of. Now, being very practical, and we're going to take a break here in about three minutes. But you know, being very practical with the idea of intentionality with your ministry, you know, what steps did you have to really go through in order to really confirm the direction of your vision? Because, Jewel, you could have went so many different ways. I mean, being young without uh, parents being on your own, fighting through that, trying to figure out what God had for you. You know, what steps did you take to confirm? Because someone on the line right now may be trying to understand, well, wow, she did that. But my life's not like that. So how can you help them? You know, and that's a good question, simply because we kind of have an expectation that we're, it's going to come at us all at one time. But for me and for many people, really, it's a step-by-step process. Um, there's, You know, I would tell somebody, start at the place where you're the most passionate. What do you love the most? Start right there, because I really believe that's really probably where God is trying to talk to you. Um, and I like that scripture in Habakkuk 2 and 2. It talks about write the vision. So the first thing I had to do is I just started writing. Mm-hmm. I started writing all of the dreams that I had, all of the things that I wanted to do. And for me, putting it on paper really made it look like something that I could do. You know, when things are floating in your head, it's one thing. But to see it on paper, I, I could kind of visualize that maybe these are some of the things I could do. And, and I mean, I have things for years that I've written down that I've just now seen come to pass, but they've been written for years. Mm-hmm. The second thing I would tell somebody to do is find someone that you trust to share your vision with. Somebody that's going to pray with you. Somebody's going to ask you the right questions. It's going to that's going to test your vision and to to make sure that you're putting all the the dots in the right place. So seek somebody that's going to ask you the right kind of questions. Um, And then the final step is you just got to walk it out. Mm. Because why does God need to give you a next step if you haven't even taken the first step? So it's that walk it out. So write it down. Make it plain for yourself. Seek somebody to help you, to pray with you, to to help you flesh it out, and then just start walking it out. Wow. Jewel, you know, that is a great segue. We're going to take a break. But before we do that, just want our listening audience to hear, first of all, point of reference for Habakkuk 2 and 2. Make sure you go and take a look at that. And then also start with your passion. Make sure you understand the realities that you need to be energized by what's going on. You don't want to just try and fake this thing because you'll be found out eventually. Then also find someone that you trust. Now, I'm just going to there's more to that, but I'm going to stop it right there. Find someone that you can trust because you can't fool with everybody. And we'll pick that back up. And the last one is walk this thing out. You know, I tell people in my entrepreneurial classes that I teach and my trainings, hey, it all starts with you taking that first step. Don't just keep dreaming. Don't just keep looking back at your notes. Walk this thing out. Hey, everybody, you are listening to Discover the Leader in You with uh, my beautiful 
co-host M and the leadership linebacker. And we're talking about, you know, hey, why women who answer the call to greatness leave an unconventional path to follow. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. We are on. We are. Oh, my goodness gracious. Maybe you need uh, some Starbucks. <laughs> no, I have my spark. Thank you. Well, wait a minute. No, nope, I'm, I'm going to cut you off. So, everybody, you know, just so you all understand how my bride does things. And if you follow her on Twitter, if you don't, you should. She's at M-Train Fitness. And then also on Instagram. She was up early this morning and ran over eight miles. So, she's a little tired this morning. <laughs> but she took full advantage of the warmth. And this woman is something else. So, if she's a little tired... I'm going to stand in the gap for her. So, Jewel, <laughs> when we transitioned, you said a lot. You know, I mean, you gave us scripture. You gave us foundation for the scripture. And the reality of writing the vision, you know, you know my heart. I always tell people they need to journal. They need to be very intentional because it creates points of demarcation in their life. And that's a fancy word for points of reference. You know, they can see certain things. So, Jewel, when you decided to, you know, really follow your passion and then find someone you could trust and then also walk this thing out, did you kind of uh, have to figure out what resources you were going to need or did someone provide wisdom to you at that point? Because you were older at that point. So you, you had points of reference and people that could speak into your life in a positive way. How did you how did you find help, you know, to do some of the things you wanted to do? Well, the, the key word is here, and you mentioned it earlier, is humility. Sometimes we can't get help because we won't ask for help. Mm-hmm. So right. I had to be willing to say, okay, certain things, I've just never done them before. God knows, but I haven't done them. I haven't walked this way of starting a publishing company or, or you know, planting a church. So, you know, through prayer, I just began to ask the Lord, who do you want me to go through? Because one thing I'm learning and continue to learn is people that are broken, that are okay staying broke in their brokenness, it's hard for them to implant or plant in someone else because jealousies can get in, things like that. So you got to look for somebody that is walking out the wholeness that God has for them, that are secure in themselves. And it takes it takes some learning to do that. But through humility, you go and you ask. And then I just want to say this. Even if you ask someone to help and they tell you no, I have this, I have this little saying that I use. No simply means next opportunity. Mm. Don't let a person's no be a reason for you giving up on your dream or your vision. No just means move on to the next opportunity. There's a perfect person or the right person that God has for you that's going to invest in you. And some people, you know, some people are there for a season. Some are there for or just to get you through a gap. And so it's that learning, how long are you there for? Uh, let me let me be a blessing to you. Not only you know, not only am I receiving from you, but how can I also be a blessing to those that God has allowed to come along, you know, beside me to help me, to guide me, to pray with me, to encourage me. So it's not a just let me take from you, but. 
how do I pray and, and, and return that favor? I believe that that's part of how God just continues to bless us when we're willing to keep investing in one another. Mm, that's good stuff. Now, just I want you to repeat. No means what? Next opportunity. That's right, everybody. Hey, you are listening to Discover the Leader in you, and you just got a nugget right there free of charge. So <laughs> that's the reality that, you know, when I go in and I do sales training, I tell people, <clears throat> excuse me, that the reality is, hey, no is not just the be-all, end-all. You're going to experience more no's than yeses when you do sales. And it's the same thing, you know, when people are seeking out and trying to understand where their faith walk is, you know, and you start talking to them about having a relationship with Jesus Christ, they are going to look at you like, what? Like, I'm not trying to hear that. But if you continue to love on them, approach them with humility in the Lord, do the things that, you know, God has called you to do, it's amazing the, the type of breakthrough. But it all starts with that humility piece, though, Jewel. And I, I love what you shared there. And, and I have to say something, though, because, hey, now, you talked about broken people that remain in their brokenness, and I've always ascribed to this fact that hurt people will hurt people, <laughs> and it's hard for them to come out of it, and until you give them a point of reference on how to do things differently, and typically that's through the demonstration of, okay, or the modeling of, it can be very challenging, so it's going to take a lot of humility to be able to do that sort of thing, so I really love the way you're sharing that. Um, so Absolutely, and and for me, I mean, we've, we heard you talk about your vision and then the steps that it takes for your vision and then even the wisdom and the resources that, that you have to, you know, have in order to carry out your vision. My next question is, well, what motivates you to continue to move forward with the unfamiliar areas in this journey? You know, what really motivates me is I realize while I may not have gone this way before, it's not a mystery to God. Oh, I like that. It's not it's not unknown to him. He knows the plans that he has for me. He knows the the direction he wants to for me to go in. And so what I was guilty of and and I believe a lot of people of is what I used to say is I was an obstacle observer. Meaning that I could just go through and I could look at stuff and I would just look at it all the negative. Well, I can't do this because of this. You know, even when I started my doctoral program, I had a million reasons why I couldn't do this and why it just wasn't going to work. But, you know, I had to say, Jewel, that's the wrong script you're reading. Stop observing the obstacles as though that's the fact. There's some strategy. That's right. What's the strategies that you need to live out in your life that will overcome every obstacle that you're observing? Um, and in that, when you come to that place, then you have to start to begin to speak the truth of those strategies over your life. So I have to start saying, yes, Jewel, you know, you're going to be able to do this. If God says that he's called you to go get your dissertation, then he's not going to call you to something that he's not a plan on fully making sure that you accomplish. You do your part because he's definitely going to do his part. Mm -hmm. So that really is what has been my strength is this knowing that while I don't know all of the facts, it's still things that, you know, as I'm moving forward, I'm still clueless on a lot of things. We all are. Yeah. <laughs> and I am so excited that God is not clueless. He has the he has all the answers. And so if I continue to keep myself humble and trust in him, He's going to give me that wisdom because he promises if I lack wisdom, I can ask him and he's not going to beat me up because I'm asking. He's going to give it to me and he's going to give it to me in an abundance so that I'll know what to do, how to do it so that I can continue to move forward. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And you said something that kind of 
it was, it was a little, it was very powerful. You said that there's a million excuses that we can give ourselves for not starting something. And, you know, I've been in the thrones of that of, well, no, I can't do this because I got to focus on this and I have to take care of the kids. I mean, there's so many excuses you can make, but when it's something that it's important to you, you make time for it, you make a pathway to it. And I know that we have to take a break here in a couple of minutes, but my follow-up question to that is, is in knowing that you could have made mistakes but you chose not to, what preparation did you do to help you take the steps to answer your calling? Well, for me, you know, of course, after I got past trying to tell God why I wasn't qualified for this, you know, because we go through that trying to tell him why we're wrong for the job. Mm-hmm. But once I got past that, the first thing I did was I went back to school. I said, let me go educate myself. This is a vast <laughs> world, and I'm willing to say I don't have it all. Let me go and educate myself. And Something that kind of bothers me sometimes is we look at people in ministry and we've got these little jokes, oh, you're going to cemetery, when we're talking about, you know, God's people getting educated. My thinking is give God something to work with. Right. You know, give him something to work with. Let me educate myself, whether it's formal school and education, whether it's, you know, um, me getting a coach and someone else that, that can come and partner with me to, to talk to me. And I'm not talking about your best friend that just agrees with everything you're doing, but somebody that really is going to mentor you and coach you. So I, I, my thing is the best way that you do this to prepare yourself is get the education, get the learning you need, um, get those the, the, the right kind of mentors and coaches that will come along with you to make sure that you're doing your best. And again, it's still goes back to that being humble enough to hear what someone tells you because it may not be what you like. Yeah. And, and I think the challenge sometimes, you know, and, and this is coming from someone, I don't know if everybody knows this, but I was a pastor, served as a pastor for over 14 years. And one of the things that you have to do is be prepared. You need that preparation. <laughs> if you don't have the preparation, you can get tripped up. And, you know, we're going to have to take a quick break. But, Jewel, you know, we're going to pick this back up when we come from break, because, you know, our reality is that, you know, some of the things that you're talking about, we have listeners right now. They may be in the throes of it as my my wife said, you know, what, how, how do I do this thing? You know, how can I deal with this? And we haven't even talked about family yet. So we got to bring that in. Big shout out to James. I hopefully, hopefully he's listening somewhere. Your husband. Uh, all right. Excellent. That's a good man. He's a strong, silent brother though. I'm gonna have to get on him a little bit, but uh, <laughs> you are listening to discover the leader in you with uh, leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen and my beautiful wife, M. She's waking up everybody. <laughs> We're going to be right back. Stay tuned. Everybody. Welcome back to Discover the Leader in You. I'm your co-host, M, and I am up in the studio with Pastor Dr. Jason Carthen. Stop it. You're, hey, she's waking up, everybody. It's going to get scary now. My Latina, she has a lot of energy now. So, hey, with that being said, when we transitioned, you know, I had to say something because, you know, hey, James is there. He is supporting his bride. They do many things together. And shout out to James. I don't know if he can get on the line or not, but I just want to say that, you know, it's it's amazing to see uh, when a brother will support his bride and allowing her to do some amazing things and locking arms and 
it's just a it's a great thing. So, Jewel, I don't know, is James around there somewhere? I think he is. I'm not sure. I know, you know, he's been running our girls around this morning. So, you know, he's on daddy drive duty. <laughs> <laughs> I know that all too well. <laughs> well, that's it's, good stuff. It's amazing to have the support of a husband. It, it's refreshing to know that you can lean on them and just even just have that. When you don't have support from your better half, it can be a struggle. And you really can start questioning yourself as to why you're doing what you're doing or what you're supposed to be doing. And what I really appreciate about my husband is that um, there have been times actually he saw things in me before I did. Um, in fact, you know, just uh, the example of going back to school for serving leadership, I kept saying, I can't do that. That's your field. You're the leader. And he would give me, you know, these kind of looks. He's like, Jewel, you are a leader. Um, <laughs> yep. But I just never could visualize. I couldn't put those two together. Um, but once I you know, came in and started reading about servant leadership, I fell in love because I said, yes, this is me. Um, so he's really helped me to even branch out into some of the areas that, that were hidden from me. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. I, I believe we had the same conversation here in Ohio where when I was working on my master's degree, organizational leadership, I don't want to run any organization. What's going on? <laughs> and my baby said, you know, you can do it. You can do anything you put your mind to. And, and I'm your biggest supporter. And that right there in enough, was enough to just, all right, I'm doing this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's so amazing to see what happens on the other side of that. And Jewel, I mean, I see some of your posts that go out there and some of the things that you do on social media. And it's just very apparent that, yes, you are a leader and you're very intelligent intentional, you know, and I think you're, you know, too many blows to the head playing football, so I may not get this correct, but you say something like, you know, how I order my day or how I might rule my day or something like that. Yeah, commanding my day. Commanding yes, my day. Yes, yes, that's every it, day. I know. love it. Either way she does it in the morning, in the afternoon, or even in the evening. She yeah. has, and she's very diligent with it. Well, and don't stop because folks are looking. They, you know, I used to be able to go on there and like some of those posts, so make sure you keep doing that. And, I will. I will. Yeah. And so so, Jewel, my husband is here for a moment, so I'll hey, let him say hello to you. Hey, man, you on the line, James? Yes, I, I came downstairs into the lab. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where all the good stuff is created, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> man, I love that Barry White voice. Yes, I came down here. And, uh, <laughs> that's good stuff, man. Are you working on anything these days? Right now, I'm, I'm really focused on the work that we need to do to launch the um, church, Abundant okay. Life Church of God. That's that's really been my focus uh, outside of the work at at, at um, my day job, so to speak. Yeah, and I know that you're doing some great stuff. I've seen you on LinkedIn. You're you're working with the whole idea of diversity and inclusion, correct? Absolutely, yeah. Diversity, inclusion, and equity. Really focused on health equity, making sure that you know all people have an opportunity to really have great health outcomes, and really working on how to make our organization just very inclusive and um, and and equitable across the board in every in everything that we do. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, James, I'm putting it out there right now. I'm going to have you back on the show because that's something that we need to heighten awareness with. You know, many people sort of say, well, we'll just work our way up on this whole diversity inclusion and equity. And it really doesn't happen that way. <laughs> we need intentionality. So, hey, would you be willing to come back on the show? Sure. Yeah, if I can fit it in, I'm, I'm happy to come by and, um, well, 
You know the Williams household is busy. The Williams household is busy. If I can fit it in, (laughs) you know what? Okay, man, we'll we'll get you back on the show. That's good stuff, man. I'd love to. (laughs) Okay, excellent. All right. Well, hey, give us back to Jewel because you know she's not off the hot seat yet. We got some more questions for her. I'm right here. Awesome. Excellent. That's a good man right there, Jewel. And I just. I need everybody to know that we had the privilege of having dinner with Jewel and her husband and the support is there. The love is there. And it's real. When Mm -hmm. people talk about the honeymoon phase, these two, it's natural. I mean, it's a a good support system and all. And and their their daughters are very successful as well because of their uh, their raising of the children. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. So, you know, with with that being said, just just transitioning, you know, we had opportunity to talk to your husband right there. We know that you guys are busy. You're doing so many good things, you know, how did you include James, you know, or the children in some of the decisions that you made regarding your vision? Because some people may not have that support. So how did you include them so it wouldn't be any sort of jealousy or what are you doing or whatever it may be? Well, you know, I've heard over years of, you know, kind of the God first, then church and then family um, kind of status that's been given. And, and I'm just going to say right here, I never really agreed that God wanted me to put my family last. Right. And so I believe, you know, God is first. Yes, he's first in my life. But because he's first in my life, he's going to teach me how to be a good wife, how to be a good mother, how how to make sure that those relationships are key and healthy. And so that really, for me, became my first ministry. Um, and so I couldn't expect that God would call me to do something else if I was messing up the first ministry he gave me. That's right. So for me, that has always been my focus. Anything that I've done, I always say, Lord, how is this going to affect my family? How do you want me to include my family? Um, how is this? Because it's not just Jewel's vision moving forward, but this is your vision for my family. So it's, I've always had the focus that whatever we were doing, it was God's vision for us as a family. Um, and, and my kids, you know, we, we let them in on the process. They know the process. They know the steps. Even with my youngest, youngest daughter, Jack, you know, of course, teenagers, they try not to, you know, act like you're cool at all. But I can watch even with her, her excitement in, you know, us preparing to move from our house to our location. And we took her with us, so she got a chance to walk through it before it's finished. And just to give her that opportunity, I mean, what better way to let your family learn through the process so that when she goes after her vision, she can realize something may start out raw, but it does have a finish to it. I like that imagery right there. I mean, that's I think if we all took that perspective, you know, we'd have greater clarity that this is all about an end game, you know, and and not flippantly game, but an end game. You know, when you close your eyes for the last time, your your life, if you've allowed it to be, it's been orchestrated by the Lord. And that's just, you know, I love that part of it. So with that being said, you know, Jewel, now I'm gonna put you on blast here for a second. I also see that you are big into fitness. And there has been quite a change. I've seen the before pictures and I see you now. And talk to us. How how big is fitness in your life and why? Well, you know, that really is a great question. Because one of the things I realized, and and I would have to say like three years ago, you know, I was praying. I'm like, okay, Lord, this is not working. I'm tired all the time. I'm sick all the time. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I was on high blood, three high blood pressure medicines and, um, I was actually losing my eyesight, and 
I was just generally not feeling well at all. And I'm just like, Lord, heal me, heal me, heal me. And you just really talked to me quite honestly and said, yes, I can heal you. But what will you have learned? Amen. What would you have learned if I just heal you and you don't change anything? Mm, So I said, okay, Lord, teach me what it is that you need to teach me. Um, and that's what, that's when the process began for me. So I'm 50 pounds lighter. Amen. Um, I've come off of two of my three meds and I'm coming off this last one. I'm declaring that and believing it. Mm-hmm. Um, my declining eyesight has actually reversed and, um, wow. you know, and I, cause what I realized is this, how, if I'm not really taking care of myself, the way that I need to, I set myself up for forfeiting the destiny that God has for me. That's right. I don't want to cut this short. I want to be able to do everything that God has for me to do. I want to do it the way he wants to. But then also, I have these these three girls that are looking at me. That's right. Mm-hmm. That I need to show them that, yes, your, taking care of you is really important. And as women, especially as women, we, we're mom, we're wife, we're doing all these other things. And a lot of times we can kind of go on the back burner. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think at the end of the day, I mean, I think and I want to hear from Em on this because, you know, she <laughs> this is my fitness guru over here. But our reality is this. OK, when we are talking about why women who answer the call to greatness leave an unconventional path to follow what you've just described is saying that, hey, I do want to place my family family first. But my reality, too, is that I have to make sure I'm OK mm-hmm. so I can make sure my family is going to be placed first, because if you are con- continually beating your body up and beating it down, then eventually it's going to give out. And then your family is going to be left wondering, well, mom, you know, hey, you you sacrificed, but now we don't have you. So right. what do we do with that? So and M, everything that she does is based around, you know, this whole idea of fitness, whether it's last night cooking salmon and a salad <laughs> versus I want some chicken. But anyway, uh, <laughs> she's trying to make us all healthy here. But M, how do you balance this thing? And why is what Jewel just shared with us so important? Well, Jewel and I have similar stories. I mean, when you don't have the energy to, to, to do anything and you're you're just so tired, you can't give what you don't have. And so you have to fuel yourself in order for you to be able to pour into your family. You can't share anything. It's like the movie End Time when the mom had the extra time and she gave her son those extra two minutes. Yep. You couldn't do that if you didn't have enough. I mean, the, the moral of that story, she ended up dying. Yep. But... You can't give what you don't have, and you have to, one, be spiritually filled, and then two, physically. You have to be able to physically give to your children. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, Jew, we're going to pick this back up. We have to take a break, but, you know, this is just a quick segue because I think many people don't realize just the value that we all must place on fitness so we can actually think better, we can do better things, and just have a, a greater inclination to carry out the calling and the purpose that God has placed upon our lives. So, all right. So, hey, everybody, you are listening to Discover the Leader in You, and we're talking about some great stuff here. When we come back, we're going to pick up just where we left off. But also, if you want to get in contact with Jewel, she's going to share information with you as far as social media and different things like that. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Hey, 
Welcome back to Discover the Leader in You. We are talking with Mrs. Jewel Williams, and today's show has just been uh, very encouraging and motivating, and I'm just looking forward to the rest of it. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, Jewel, when we had transitioned, we're really just talking about the idea of why fitness is so important because it, it serves a dual purpose. It allows us to not only make sure we are really taking care of our body that God has given to us, but also with the reality that, you know what, if we are going to be able to focus, if we're going to be able to be disciplined, if we're going to be able to harness some of the energy that we need to carry out some of the tasks uh, that are related to our purpose, we need to be healthy. So are you are you still remaining consistent with that? Has it been helpful in that way? Oh, yes, I am very much. My husband's shaking his head, yes. <laughs> but, but it also helped me to learn something about myself. Um, as I'm, you know, discovering this athlete in myself, I'm realizing that, that it's bringing about this kind of I can't quit attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was doing the, you know, I got the Fitbit and I was doing the 10,000 steps. It was like I heard the Lord said, okay, now do 15. So, you know, I do 15,000 steps daily. I will not stop until I get that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my family is telling me sometimes, we're going to hide that thing from you. <laughs> but it's, it's, I realize that it's really ta- taking me to a place where I'm, I can imagine more. I can kind of yes. envision myself doing more. So while it's something that's related to the physical, it also is just really helping me to discover some things about myself that I'm really liking. I mean, I'm 54 years old, um, in the best shape that you know I've ever been in I don't even remember being this healthy in my 20s mm. and so I, I it's just helping me to say hey I can continue to do and I can do whatever I put my mind to do that's good stuff Jewel. an amazing yeah. feeling too do not stop doing that and you know it's something that we had talked about uh, as we transition there you know people need to be connected with you and Jewel if they want to connect with you on social media how would they do that how do they uh, get in contact with you and then also for those people that are close to you in the, uh, I don't know if you guys are really close to Chicago or not, but how would they be able to get connected with the church or when is our launch date? All that good stuff. Do you have more information for us? Sure. Um, I'm on so many media sources still. (laughs) Um, But I know that the the easiest way is is through my website. So I actually have two. One is for the WIN ministry and that's WilliamsInnovativeNetwork.org and if you go on there, it actually will lead you to my YouTube ministry, which is the Come Ministry. We've got, I don't know, several thousands of videos that you can actually watch um, where I've just been teaching and lessons. Um, you also can go to our church website, and that's got our information about the launch and, and just us in the process, and that's AbundantLifeCOG.net. Mm-hmm. Again, that's WilliamsInnovativeNetwork.org or AbundantLifeCOG.net. And they can always... Join my Facebook pages. I have a Abundant Life Church of God and a Williams Innovative Network um, Facebook pages. And again, that leads me to Twitter and you, know, you, can, you can get to all of my other avenues from there. Perfect. You're and on Instagram as well, correct? Yes. Perfect. And that's what I was looking for because people need to, you know, get commanding uh, their day. And then also just some of the other things that you're putting out there. The last thing that we want to do is, you know, as we talk about discovering a leader in you is not to give people tools. I'm a 
just a big proponent of tools and making sure that, you know, people have them so they can walk this thing out because, you know, you know, at the top of the show, we talked about the idea of what it's going to take to really answer the call to greatness. And you gave us just that that great part of starting with your passion and then also finding someone, someone that you trust, you know, and allowing them to speak into your life and then making that final decision. Just to walk it out, you know, because we can talk about it till we're blue in the face. But if you do not walk this thing out, it can get it can get interesting. And I saw this and bear with me, you guys. But I saw this sort of uh, cartoon or caricature of this uh, guy sitting in a chair and he was basically saying, hey, you know, I have this great idea and I'm going to run with it tomorrow. And then tomorrow came and he said, you know, it's just so many things on my plate. I'm going to run with this thing the next day. And then there was like three other iterations of this. And then finally, he was a young, vibrant man in the first imagery. But then in the last one, he was bent over and he said, I really should have ran with that when I had the initial idea. And that was powerful for me because if you don't take the steps like Jewel is telling us today, you'll look up one day and, you know, lo and behold, if you have just not done what you have been purposed to do, that's not the type of existence any of us should want to face at the end of our days. Absolutely. And I think that just with that imagery that you painted there, Jewel, was there anything that you had to face within yourself that hindered you from trying to pursue your uh, vision? Well, you know, like I said earlier, the biggest hindrance really for me was that fear um, of just not thinking that I was good enough or that I didn't have enough. And and oftentimes the biggest fear also, or the biggest hindrance rather, is we can't see ourselves past where we're currently standing, what our current situations are. We often get caught in the right now. I mean, I like the, the fact that, you know, the young man was sitting comfortably in his chair. He was kind of comfortable in his current situation. And until we kind of get uncomfortable with our current situations, we don't often move out to make that wish or that hope really become a vision. Um, and really, you know, my prayer is, Lord, help us to become people of vision so that we don't let our bad habits or those things that stand in a way keep us from being able to see that there is greatness in us. And so it's really, um, you know, looking past the saying, you know, I don't have right now. I mean, I could have said, well, you know, we don't have all the tools to start a church, so we're going to wait until we have all the tools, and I would have never started. Um, So it's that believing that, you know, God, if you call me to this, you're going to equip me for it. Yeah, that's good stuff. And when we talk about equipping, because we only have like uh, two and a half minutes left, you know, Drew, when we talk about equipping, you know, what what really dealt with you relative to faith? You know, because sometimes, you know, we we strike out and do these things and then our faith is tested. You know, what made you different that you had the goods to see this thing through? You know, there's a scripture, Isaiah 41 and 10. It's one of my memory scriptures. It's fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. And I had to take it from it just being a scripture and making it real. So I had to say, Jewel, don't be afraid. Why, Jewel, don't you need to be afraid? Because God is with you. 
Why do not be dismayed, discouraged, fearful, doubtful? Why? Because the great God of this universe says that he's your God. And Jew, he's going to strengthen you. Yes, he's going to help you. Yes, he's going to uphold you. So no matter what you face, know that you are upheld in his righteous right hand. And and, and it's that. you got to take a something, if it's a verse or something, and make it your foundation. When you get discouraged, pull it out, read it to yourself, say it out loud, but make sure you tell yourself that I can do this because I'm not doing it by myself. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, the fact that you are not doing it by yourself, you know, and and the reality is that, you know, sometimes we get thrown off because we try and do it in our own power and and we just mess up. I mean, (laughs) I'm just going to tell you because, you know, we are very finite creatures and, and our capacity to do and be is limited unless God gets in the mix. So, you know, it's it's amazing. Well, Jewel, you know what? We are pretty much we're out of time and things went by so quickly. But, you know, our reality is that, you know, just having you on the show and the impact that you've been able to provide to our over 200,000 listeners has just been great today. So, Jewel, um, I want you to make sure you arm wrestle James and make sure he gets on the show. Will you do that for us? Okay. I surely will. (laughs) All right. Good stuff. Well, thank you again for being on. We truly appreciate you being here today, okay? Thank you. All right. So, hey, everybody, you know, when we start talking about Discover the Leader in You, our reality is that we are looking for just those nuggets that each one of us has on the inside to carry out and fulfill the purpose and calling that has been placed upon our lives. And that's why my bride and I created this show. And someone like Jewel, just hearing her heart today and just the impact and just the passion for what she's doing, you know, it just really makes us feel good. And we understand that our reality is that we've been called to do something special with this show. And we just we just thank our listeners, you know. And if you have not connected with us, make sure you do that on Twitter at Jason Carthen, then also M, of course, is M Train Fitness. Make sure you can follow her. You can follow her on her Instagram as well, and her website will be coming out in the next uh, two to three weeks. So make sure you look up that as well. And just want to say thank you, everybody, for always staying connected with us. All right. M, do you have anything you want to say as we transition? Just make sure you're living your destiny on purpose every day. Look at you showing out. All right. One last thing, everybody. Hey, my newest book is coming out. You guys stay tuned. I'm I'm excited about it, okay? What am? What are you getting ready to say? <laughs> we like your feedback on his book. Follow us on Facebook and you'll get to add your opinion on there. Perfect. All right. Good stuff, everybody. Hey, take care. been listening to discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker dr jason carthen we want to hear from you connect with us now visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com like us on facebook at facebook.com slash jasoncarthen enterprises follow us on twitter at jasoncarthen let's keep the conversation going and if you want to listen to the podcast go to jasoncarthenradio.com be sure to join us every saturday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you.